Welcome. This podcast is for women who believe that laughter is the best medicine and honesty is the best policy. This is the Mel and Kel Show. Join us each week as we share real conversations in real life as only girlfriends can do. Hi, I'm Melissa Webb. And I'm Kelly Hatcher. And together we are the Mel and Kel Show. We've been friends for a very long time, and I mean very long time. Long enough to know that life's ups and downs, well, they are best when shared with others. So join us each week as we talk about all things good and bad, related to friendship, family, and everything in between. We are so excited to spend time with you. Well, hello, beautifuls, and welcome back to the Mel and Kel Show. You are joining me today on episode 110, and it is day two of our Gratitude Challenge Week. This is Mel, and I would be so grateful if I had Kel next to me or across the airwaves, um, but our sweet girl is still not feeling great. The nausea is really kicked in. No meds seem to be working. Um, she's She's just having some tough days. Your prayers are coveted. Please, by all means, keep her in your thoughts, your prayers, your well wishes. Um, we know it's still just the beginning of this journey, but I have some great news. And the great news is that her doctor was already able to take a measurement, and it's only been nine radiation days in one chemo in, but it's already a centimeter smaller. So the tonsil tumor is shrinking. Um, The doctor was very optimistic, super happy to share this news with Kelly and Kel, of course, (laughs) didn't didn't miss a beat and was like, does that mean I can stop now? (laughs) To which he said, oh, no, I'm sorry, you can't. Um, So she still does have her sense of humor in there, I promise you. Um, She's just not feeling really great. Uh, We certainly hope you are feeling great. How is is your week going? Um, Hopefully it's it's so far so wonderful. Um, Here in the web house, we have our New Hampshire family visiting. They are in town. We always have a good good time together when when they are here. So um, yeah, it's feeling fun and festive being together. I'm also reading a great book that I have to tell you about. You can add this to your Christmas list if you're somebody who puts books on your Christmas list like I do. Fiction, nonfiction, a little bit of everything. Yep, that's me. And so a few people had recently talked about a book by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy called The Gap and the Gain. So this is a, I guess, a business book, but I I wouldn't really say it's a business book. It's it's really more of like a psychology book because um, it's really about the awareness of where our minds like to go. Do they like to go to the gap or do they like to go to the gain? And the bottom line is we live in both spaces. Um, sometimes there's gap in our life and sometimes we can fill the gain, but the thing is to really just be aware because we do tend to live in one more than the other. And so again, just with intention, think about this as I tell you a little bit about it and see if you can decide where you spend most of your time and, and if you're good with that. So the gap and the gain are all about how we measure our own lives from our goal setting, the ideal life we're hoping to lead, 
to lead, um, goals we've set, you know, things like that. And for people who live in the gap, uh, they often are focusing on what is missing, what's not right, what isn't good enough, what could be better. Whereas people who live in the gain look more at like, wow, look how far I've come. It used to be like this, but now it's like this. And, and they recognize the growth and the gain, even if they haven't quite achieved all of their goals. And the thing about this is, and I'm sure you can see it already, is there's more joy and happiness found in the gain. And there's so much research behind um, people who live longer, healthier lives, the more joyful they authentically are. And that that's just a good place to try to put ourselves when we can. And so, of course, I have a, I have a little example for you. We did our Costco shop last night. Uh, so did the rest of the city of Temecula. If you wondered where your neighbors were, I guarantee you they were at Costco. Um, and so somebody living in a gap moment. And again, I want to remind you, we live in both. It's just be aware of it and, and then pick accordingly. But people living in the gap, oh, I saw them last night. <laughs> they were complaining that it's just so crowded. There's too many people here. There's not enough parking. People don't know how to drive. Um, they're mad because they're out of things. They're frustrated because the lines are so long. This is so stupid. I can't believe we're here. Um, they're just frustrated because prices are high, right? This is not how much I paid last year, you know, and then they've got to throw in some political things on top of it. In any of those cases, when we live in the gap, What's happening is whatever is in that moment in our life, it's not meeting our ideal expectation. It's not how we want it to be. So we're going to live in the gap. And it's not to say that there's not a time and place where maybe that's just fine or appropriate, but I certainly want to, would not want to spend much time there. I'd want to catch that as quickly as I could and turn it into the gain because somebody living in the gain place, they're going to be like, you know what I love about Costco? I can get everything that I need right here. Everything that I need all in one place and large enough pieces for Thanksgiving that like, have you seen their pies? Like, seriously, have you seen their apple pies, their pumpkin pies? They're ginormous, right? So you only have to buy one and it's going to feed the whole gang. Have you had their jalapeno artichoke, artichoke chip? Like that stuff's amazing. Um, nobody makes it like Costco. So that's a gain space, right? It's appreciating what we have. It's appreciating how easy things can be and how far we've come. We didn't used to have this when I was a kid, right? And you can just feel that one is more optimistic while one is more negative. I was telling my husband when I was uh, reading the book, I was like, you know what this reminds me of? This is just a new way for an old analogy, right? Glass half full, glass half empty. That's what I hear when I heard this. But all the same, I love when people take their own spins and give their own twists to things because it's always a great place and way to revisit concepts 
and spend some time thinking about him. Did you notice what I just did there? That was a gain space. See how I can gain from that? Yeah. So the bottom line is we get to choose the gaps and the gains in our life. And I just figured that I would share that with you and have you think about that today for sure. But that's not the day two challenge. So um, yesterday was our day one challenge. Did you take any photos? Did you? I'm going to see what you took. I took a few pictures, but one of the pictures that I wanted to share with you is a picture. I'll just have to, I'll just have to sound it out for you here. I don't have an, I don't have a visual for you. Um, but I took a screenshot of a text that I got from our friend Laura this morning. Um, she texted me to see how I was doing. And it honestly hit me at such a time it brought tears to my eyes. And I don't know exactly why, except for I was so touched by what she said about, hey, I know it can be really hard to be on the best friend side of things too. And I just want you to know I love you and thinking about you and you guys have got this. And you know, it was just so thoughtful. Who would check on me, right? Like I'm not the one having to go through all that Kelly is having to endure. And yet the sweetness of it really touched my heart. I took a picture. I'm like That's something I'm grateful for. I don't think Kel took pictures yesterday, but I could tell you if she was taking pictures, she has Ian home with her. I promise you she would take a picture of Ian. She took him to an eye appointment yesterday. He went with her. Um, to one of her radiation appointments. He got to talk to the doctor. The doctor was really honest with Ian and was like, hey, you're not gonna be able to recognize your mom for a while, but she's gonna be okay. And she's gonna pull through this, but she's gonna need you. You're gonna need to call call her. You do call her every day. You call her every week. You need to check on her, right? Think of all that she's done for you. You gotta be there for her. It was really sweet. And he's such a sweet guy. I mean, Ian and Jake both are such just great human beings. And so I know she'd take a picture of Ian because that's something she's so grateful right now. So we're on to day two. Let's continue to work on our attitude of gratitude. Today, um, I, I want to talk about the um, challenge, but I have to ask you first, if you've ever heard of the helper's high, like, have you ever heard of that, that terminology, the helper's high? So it's a biology thing. I'm not making it up. And you know me, I'm a geek. I read this kind of stuff. I think it's interesting. Um, if Kelly were here, she would totally tease me about this. But back in 2006, they actually did a study at the National Institute of Health. And they, they found out, they did all kinds of um, just experiments with um, people who were giving in different ways, you know, whether they were just giving compliments or they were giving to a charity or they were giving gifts or, um, you know, just giving. And what they found is that people who give activate a region of our brain that is 100% associated with pleasure. Pleasure is 100% uh, connected to giving. And so if you've ever been like, oh my gosh, that's just it. I love to give to people. Like, I feel so good when I give. I'd rather give than receive, right? A lot of us, especially, you know, once you're past being a kid where you do like to get, 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 um, we get to a point where really we'd rather give than get. 
And that is because it literally is activating endorphins in our brain. And so any altruistic behaviors that we do actually make us feel um, moments of pleasure. And there is a name for it. It's called the helper's high. So that's what we're going to have you consider today on day two. Let's get the helper's high going by thanking a stranger. Yes, for some of you, this could be a little uncomfortable if you're if you don't normally do these things. Now, Cal and I, this is how we live. We I, like anybody helps us. We like stop, look them in the eye. If they have a name badge, by all means, if it's somebody serving us, we always thank them by name. And so that is what we are going to challenge you to do. So if someone opens a door for you, somebody bags your groceries, someone serves you in any way, give them direct eye contact, use intention and sincerity, and be sure to thank them. We really think this will make you feel very grateful. You'll notice the people that are making your life better. And at the same time, you're going to be making their day better too. Sound awesome? I hope so. All right. Well, that's it. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. We will be back on Wednesday. I hope, hope, hope I'm going to have Kelly with me. Um, I know it's not the same without her. And by the way, I appreciate all the sweet messages that several of you sent me knowing that, um, yeah, I just, it's not the same without her. Um, but she'll be back. She'll be back when she's ready. And I uh, will all be so happy to hear her sweet voice again. So um, there you go. I hope you're enjoying the Gratitude Challenge Week. I'll see you on the socials. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with Mel or Kel, be sure to follow them on Instagram at the Mel and Kel Show, or you can find them on their website at themelandkelshow.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.